Hey everybody, this is John Swan, and I'm going to be your host for this special bonus edition of The Hive Jive. This bonus episode is brought to you by Wicked Bee. Okay, you said hive beetles, you shouldn't have. <laughs> and out of left field, do, do here hive, comes Ken Milan. <laughs> do hive beetle trap works? So, for those of you who don't actually know... Or, or, you know, you're lucky enough that you don't have to mess with the little hive beetles. The What they are, if you look at them just kind of in passing, right, it's almost like a black ladybug. Their, their body doesn't arch up as far. They're a little bit shorter, but they're, they're kind of, they're this tiny little black beetle. And they can get about the size of that ladybug as far as overall dimension. They look like miniature June bugs. Sort of. They're yeah. they're way they're way more um, compact than a yeah. June bug. June bug's very bulbous. Oh yeah, um, but they're a, way a little more bitty mini June bug. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Mm. We we may differ on that. <laughs> they're more they're way more sleek and streamlined than a June bug, yeah, but they're they not are. so streamlined but as they like got a little white maggot babies. Oh yeah, they do. They have nasty little babies. So what happens is they they are not native to the United States. They're also they're not? not native to Australia. No, they're not at all. They are an invasive species that has like hitched a ride over mite. here. Yep. Like like a lot like the bees. <laughs> like a lot of things. Wow. So okay. but they they came here and they are a tropical creature. They love warm, humid places. Mm-hmm. So that's also why people in the northern states don't have to deal with hive beetles. People in really? Canada don't have to deal with hive beetles. Lots of places in other countries don't have to deal with hive beetles because they have true winters, and that kills out the hive beetles. They can't survive there. So for us, what it starts off as is this this little black beetle. Mm-hmm. It does live in the wild mm-hmm. on its own accord without hives, mm-hmm. but its preference is hives, and that's mm-hmm. why they call it a hive beetle. It loves these damp, wet places that are humid, and mm-hmm. there's lots of, of decaying matter to chew and munch mm-hmm. on. And what they'll go through and they'll do is they're actually adept at signaling in on hives that are in distress. And if a hive starts crashing and going down, they will smell that, and they will be drawn to it. Now, now that I've said that, it does not mean that if you find a hive beetle in your hive, that no, your you hive is in distress. They're going to be in there. All our hives. Yes, because they're everywhere and they're opportunistic and they want to be inside there. So if your colony is strong, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. The hive beetle sneaks in, and in the hive, it's completely dark. It's black, and the beetle mm-hmm. is black. The mm-hmm. bees cannot see the beetle, yeah. but they can smell it and they can hear it and they can feel it, the vibrations of it. And your strong colony will actually herd all those beetles to the back of the colony or up into one of the upper chambers. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they'll even put them in jail. They'll use propolis and wax and they'll keep them (laughs) hurdled in there and they'll seal them in to this little area. But the beetle has evolved from doing such a relationship with hives and with bees that it will take its little antennae and it'll stick them out through these little holes and it wiggles them back and forth and it generates a pheromone that says, I'm a baby bee, feed me, feed me. (laughs) And so even though the bees have trapped them, then the bees will actually be tricked and they will still feed them. So the beetles will stay alive, the adult beetles will. And you'll go through and you'll open up your hive and you might tear one of those little pockets open and suddenly a ton of beetles will come running out. Just start smashing the beetles. It's fine. Yeah. The other thing you'll notice is if your hive is hygienic and if it is strong, when you open it up, 
now light is shining in there and the bees can see the beetles and they will take off after them. They'll grab them, they'll ball up on them, they'll start biting at their legs and they'll try to get them out of the colony. But the beetle is small and it can hide in these little crevices and cracks and mm -hmm. kind of, it'll crawl down in the cells where the bees can't get it. Mm -hmm. um, but if you see that behavior, that's good. That is a good thing. The beetles go through this phase where if your colony does start to get weaker and it starts to shrink in size, the beetles are going to then be able to take over because they start laying little eggs. Mm -hmm. And the if the colony is strong, the bees are constantly coming through and they're constantly cleaning the comb and they clean off those eggs and any larvae they find, they take out of there and they chew them up and they get rid of them. Well, when the colony starts to, str to shrink and they can no longer guard all that space, mm -hmm. the hive beetles are laying hundreds of eggs per beetle and those eggs hatch out into exactly what you said, this nasty little maggot-looking yep. creature. Yep. And they carry this fungus on them. It is a yeast spore that they carry on their body that as they go through and they start chewing through, they chew through the honey cappings and it causes the honey to ooze out. And then those spores actually cause the honey to ferment and it causes the colony to get this very nasty putrid death-like smell it's gross you can definitely <laughs> tell when a colony is failing and hive beetles are taking over because it will have this death smell it is nasty smell so you go through and those little beetles they start chewing through everything and they start eating everything up and you want to at that point if you catch that again the beetles are not causing the problem the beetles are a symptom of a greater problem. Okay. And what you do at that point is you need to reduce the colony. So anything that is infected with the hive beetles that have them all over it, mm -hmm. get rid of it. Take it out of the hive. If you have chickens, go feed your chickens. They will eat them until they, they don't even want to see them anymore. Them. And then you're going to take only the comb that is left that your bees can guard. So if you only have enough bees to cover four or five frames, mm -hmm. then you reduce that sucker back down to a nuke. Okay, you turn it back into a nuke, yeah. and you put all the bees into that one box. You keep only the, the things that are not affected, so all of the mm -hmm. brood and everything there, and maybe, maybe one frame of food, and that's it. Because the problem is not the beetles. Again, the problem is something has happened to your colony, and it is shrinking and cannot guard the space. So if you give your tiny little colony all this food to mm -hmm. guard, they can't do it. And you're going to ruin it and waste it because the high beetles are going to move in. And if you let it go too long, after the high beetles have gone through an area, the wax moths move in and they eat all the comb. And so you'll end up with nothing left but spider webs and worm poop. Yep. And I say spider webs, but it's really silkworm webs yeah, and silkworm webbing. Um, so you've got to go through and you've got to mitigate that. And we've had a couple of listeners that... It's, it's really hard to wrap your head around, and they'll ask questions, and I respond back, and I'm like, this is what you got to do. And they're like, but, 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 and I'm like, no buts. This is what you got to do. You take your colony, and you condense it down. If you've got two boxes, and one box is full of hive beetles and, and hive beetle larvae specifically, you get rid of that box. Well, but I've got all the, I don't care. You've got all this comb, yes. You've got all these resources, yes. But if you do not do this, you will lose the entire colony. And mm -hmm. the reason you're going to lose it is because of one of two things. Something has either happened to your queen mm -hmm. or a disease or something has taken hold of your colony or your entire forager force got wiped out in one mass move. Mm -hmm. Something happened to drastically reduce the size of that colony and you need to figure that out and focus on that. So you take away all the excess that they can't guard. You shrink them down. So if you had two boxes, reduce them to one. Mm -hmm. If it's still not enough and you still have a problem, reduce them back to a nuke. And mm -hmm. you keep doing that. If there is food stores that have not been affected, take them out and freeze them. 
save them for later. You can always give them back later right. once the colony is strong enough to deal with them. So those are kind of, that's the life cycle of the good and the bad. If the colony is strong, it literally doesn't min matter how many adult hive beetles are in there. They can take care of it. If the colony gets weak, you can have problems. And the beetles, again, are not killing the colony, but they can make it so bad and disgusting that the colony finally says, forget it, See ya. and they'll abscond and leave. Yeah. So those are the different aspects of it. Now, to go through to your question on what can you do to, to, like, to treat them or traps and if they really work, here's some of the things you can do. Well, there's lots of different types of high beetle traps. They really so, are. Um, the, the very simplest thing is called the beetle be gone strips. And yep. they are literally, if you go into the grocery store and you look for the Mr. Clean cleaning rags mm -hmm. that are, they look exactly like the beetle strip. Mm -hmm. They don't have any solution on them. They're just a cotton rag. Mm -hmm. And they're usually like orange striped, mm -hmm. like white with orange stripes. That's the same thing. So what the, what happens is you drape this in the colony over the top of the frames. If you have a top mm -hmm. bar, you can actually wedge it between two of the bars because mm -hmm. it's thin. And the bees, it's in their way. They don't want it. So they're going to try to chew it up to move it. And as they chew on it, it gets very fuzzy and very frizzy. And the hive beetles, when the bees are chasing the hive beetles, they get snagged. Their little spiky legs get snagged in that material and, and it traps them. Some of the bees sometimes can too, but it's usually you'll have a whole wad of, of hive beetles trapped in there and the bees mm -hmm. usually don't. Um, and they'll they'll chew that thing up. You'll put in like a, say, three or four inch square by three or four inch piece of fabric in there and it'll come out in this little wad that's just fuzz and hive beetles. <laughs> so that's the first one. You then have the, I think they call it the beetle blasters. And mm. they are a tray. They do not work in a top bar because they literally can't fit anywhere. But they're designed to where the tray sits on top of two of your frames. And then that actually allows, it, there's tiny little holes in it. And you're supposed to fill the bottom of it with a vegetable oil. And what happens is the beetles can fit through there, but the bees can't. So the bees are chasing the beetles and the beetles run in that little crack to hide from the bee. And then they drown in the oil. Those can work. You put them up kind of in the back peripheral corners of your hives because the bees will chase your beetles over to those sections. So that is your other option. And then there are these beetle guard trap. They're, well, they're not even a trap. They're an entrance thing. They're red. I actually have about 10 of them, so I can mm -hmm. give you some of them, Ken, if you want to try them and yeah. see how they work. But we, you know, we talked way early on about how bees do not see in the red spectrum at all. Right. They don't see the color red. So to the bees, this is not really anything. It's just a dark opening, but they mm -hmm. can still see through it because light comes through it. Mm -hmm. But the beetles, they get distracted by this. And they can't really figure out what's going on. So you put this little red entrance, basically, on your colonies. You'd, mm -hmm. you'd take your entrance bar, you put it on there on the three-inch entrance part. You then turn around and you attach this beetle entrance, this beetle guard. And I think it's called Hive Guardian. No. Anyhow, mm -hmm. I'll have to go back and figure that out and fix it. I've ordered some of them. but So you put it on there. And what happens is the beetles, they either fly underneath the lip and they get kind of trapped in the bottom section and can't figure out how to get into the hive, or they go into the top section, but they, they, they ended up going in this little groove that routes them right back down to the bottom again. Whereas the bees, they can see through it, so they land on it, crawl over it, and just crawl straight down inside the hive. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really deter the bees at all, but it traps the beetles. And you'll end up with a whole ton of beetles in that little bottom section running back and forth. And the bees keep them kind of hunkered down in there, but they don't actually make it into the hive. 
So that is another way that you can go through and you can kind of not really treat for the beetles, but you can prevent the beetles from getting in. So there is no true treatment for them. Your only options are have a very strong colony. That's number one. The stronger the colony, it doesn't matter how many high beetles are in there. They're going to keep them at bay. But if you do have a lot of high beetles in there, don't feed them high you know, pollen patties because you're just going to increase those numbers yeah. and make it harder. Um, you can put in the beetle be gone strips. That is basically a catch mechanism. You can put mm -hmm. in the beetle blasters. That is also a trap or catch mechanism. Mm -hmm. Or you can put on this beetle guard entrance that will then go through and prevent them from ever getting into the colony. But those are really the only things you can do currently for high beetles. High beetles are bad. Ah, they're not really. Not really. They don't. They they're not really. They they can cause problems only if your colony is weak, weak and and shrinking. Yeah. Then it can cause problems. But otherwise, yes. they're not. They're not a problem. So that has uh that's that's uh, all the information on hive beetles. Is that really does that fix it for you? We beat a beetle. <laughs> we need to beat the beetles. <laughs> we beat the beetles. Smash the beetles. <laughs> Smash them all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that those are the hive beetles, and hopefully that'll kind of give you guys a little bit of an extra there. And and hey, looky there, you got another little bonus episode this week, and it helps bridge that gap. Um, do not get used to it, because I am absolutely in no way ever going to promise that you're going to get more than one episode a week. This has just been a fluke, um, but we do hope you guys have appreciated it, and uh, it gives you a little bit more information there. So we hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode of the Hive Jive. Yep, and... How these bonus episodes come about is I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm, oh, well, I need to think. I'm going to ask about this. <laughs> and then it takes off into a bonus episode. It's something so <laughs> off topic and so out of key with what we were talking about. We had to just separate it off and make it, it its own thing. So you can thank to Ken and, and his random train of thought. <laughs> well, I work. Y'all be good, family. Bye. Bye. The show might be over for now, but the sting won't last long. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast as we'll be swarming in with new episodes Mondays of each month. Until then, behave yourselves.